Hello everyone, Homecoming Hero here with a brand new episode of Late Night Sprites. And it is finally time for me to review the Super Mario Brothers movie. At the time of this recording, it's been out for a couple days, but I got to see it on at the time of this recording, which is Friday. I went and saw a morning showing, and I am so excited. Now, this is going to be a non-spoiler episode and a spoiler episode is going to go up in the very near future where I go into greater detail about the movie and some of the things I liked but this is going to be a non-spoiler episode much like what I did with Sonic 2 where I had a spoiler review and a non-spoiler review to talk about my thoughts. Now one thing out the gate with the Mario movie is that we are seeing a critic and audience score on Rotten Tomatoes that is very divisive. The critic score is super low. It's in like the 50s. The audience score is in the 90s. And I am on the side of the audience score. I loved this movie. This movie is nothing that we haven't seen. It's a typical adventure movie. You know, Hero's Quest, someone going out to prove themselves, and that's all fine and dandy because I do have to say that even though this movie played it very safe, it still was a great time. I had a great time with the Mario movie. So we're going to talk about the positives and the negatives. I'm actually going to start with the negatives because... I don't have a lot of them. This movie was a really good time. If I still did numbered scores, I'd probably give this an 8 or 9 out of 10. Same caliber and same like area that I would rate a Sonic movie. So, what has to be said about the Mario movie that has been said before? Well, in the negative category, there is a running joke that I know some people like. This running joke was in the trailer like this joke gets expanded on it's one of the jokes from the trailer and i'll expand on it in my spoiler talk video but or episode but i will say that um i wasn't a fan of it the first time it got a chuckle out of me and then it kept going and it kept going and it kept going and it kept going and by the third time this joke was said, I was like, okay, you can stop now. Because this joke didn't feel in tune with the rest of the jokes in the movie. And the joke was like, haha, look how funny it is. And I was like, haha. And then the second time I was like, okay. And then the third time I was like, all right. And I really didn't really care for the amount of screen time that this joke got when there are certain other elements that I think deserved more screen time that if we had shaved screen time off of this specific moment that it could have been even better. And that is one of my other small complaints. It feels like this movie needed to be a little bit longer, not like an extra 50 minutes, but maybe an extra 10 I feel like there were some elements in the movie that felt like we were really rushing by things. And it. I wish we could have gotten a few more elements in this movie that were expanded upon. 
a couple of the voice performances weren't the best. Now, I will say that not all of the ones in the main cast were bad. In fact, even Chris Pratt did fine. Everyone did good. Anya Taylor-Joy, amazing. Charlie Day did phenomenal. Jack Black as Bowser stole the show. And Keegan-Michael Key did a really good job as Toad. He really brought the energy to Toad. So this isn't even a main character. This is a side character. But there were one or two side character performances that I was not the most fond of. But moving forward, aside from that, and a couple jokes that didn't land, and I think that some things need to be worked on, they kind of really nailed the landing. So let's talk about what I like. The animation is gorgeous. This is a beautiful movie. This movie looks like a Mario movie. It looks like a playable Mario game was stuffed in a film reel and made into a movie. And it was great. And by that, I mean that it feels like Mario's world. A lot of elements in this movie feel like Mario's world. From the characters, to the way they move, to the way they talk, and so on. Um, Another point that some people might be a little hit and miss on, that I was actually hit on, was Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. He played a really good Donkey Kong, and the dynamic that Donkey Kong and Mario had was surprising to say the least but it worked and i loved it the animation in this movie is incredible and now one of the major major pluses for this movie this movie was made for mario fans everybody loves sonic 2 sonic 2 is chock full of way more references than Sonic 1 had. Sonic 1 had a couple good references, but Sonic 2 went overboard with the references in the best way possible. And I feel like this movie did the same. This movie with some of the jokes, with some of the Easter eggs, which I'm going to be diving to in the spoiler review, uh, some of the background elements, some of the signs, the advertising, the background characters. And then there's the music. The score for this movie, it could have borrowed from one Mario game and we would have been fine. But the fact that the score borrows from several movies in the franchise is gold. It's gold. It's gold coins. It's solid gold. It makes me so happy. I love the fact that they borrowed so many pieces of music. And some of them are directly lifted. And I will discuss that even more in the near future. But with this movie, the references are also very abundant. The characters are well done. They fleshed out Mario's character not a ton from the games, but just enough to make him instead of just, I'm here to save the day, to I'm here to save the day, I love my brother. And then they gave Mario a very interesting element that I will expand on later that really fleshed out his personality. Bowser, they made hilarious. They made ba- Jack Black was perfect casting as Bowser. And Bowser stole the show. Bowser ate up every single scene that he was in. And this movie has a really good finale. This movie had a finale that literally had my jaw on the floor. Because it did what I didn't expect them to do, but they did it in a great way. Also, a lot of the writing in this movie works. Some of the one-liners in this movie 
some of the ones that you know don't get repeated 800 times are really funny there are some really quick and you miss it lines that are really funny and then the references i i could i can do a whole episode on the references that's how many there were that's how many easter eggs were in this movie this movie was made for young kids for families and for mario fans because the references in the music the references in the background the references with some of the character actions they take some liberties but i'm okay with that because they made it work and there was only a couple times that they did a reference and i'm like why did you change the name of that but okay and so um but I'm fine with that, but the power-ups in this movie. So, going down the line of the characters, Bowser stole the show. Bowser was a lot of people's favorites. How did Chris Pratt do as Mario? Chris Pratt did fine. He did good. He did a serviceable performance, and um, it was great. Charles Martinet plays a couple background characters, as they mentioned, in the Nintendo Direct. And those were pleasant surprises that I will mention later on in the future. Uh, in the spoiler episode, Charlie Day is perfect as Luigi. And Charlie Day actually leads to one of my complaints where there are some elements, including Luigi, that I feel like Luigi needed to be in this movie more. I will say that going in as a non-spoiler, but as a heads up, Luigi is not as in much of this movie as you think he is. So I'm hoping that if we get, which we probably will get an inevitable sequel, that Luigi will get more screen time. Charlie Day was amazing as Luigi. And every scene with Luigi I loved. There were actually even a couple scenes that made me almost a little misty-eyed involving Luigi. There's one in particular that I'll mention later that is in the middle of the movie that actually made me have feels. And I wasn't expecting that for the Mario movie, but I loved it. Donkey Kong with Seth Rogen not as mentioned earlier, Seth Rogen did a pretty good job. But Donkey Kong, the way they use him in this movie, is very interesting. And they change things around a little bit with Donkey Kong that I'll mention later. But Donkey Kong was great. I like what they did to Donkey Kong. I know there was rumor of a Donkey Kong spinoff movie. I would be on board for a Donkey Kong Country spinoff movie, especially with even Seth Rogen, Donkey Kong. I'd be on board for this. I'd be on board for a Nintendo World series of movies. I want more Mario movies. I want more sequels to this. I want, you know, maybe even some of Mario's other enemies to appear up. You know, I'll probably even do an episode in the future where I pitch a sequel, but right now off the gate, like off the bat, I want Cackletta to show up in the Mario movie. I want them to pull from the RPGs, like pull Cackletta or the Shadow Queen or some of the other villains from Mario's repertoire from the RPGs, because I think that would be really cool. Moving forward, Anya Taylor-Joy's Peach. Peach is not the Peach that you expect from the games, but she she brought it. She brought it in good. This is a version of Peach that I really liked. And I think she did phenomenal. Anya Taylor-Joy did great in performance. And I hope Peach, much like Luigi, gets expanded upon in 
the movies because they did a storyline with Peach and kind of left us some questions surrounding Peach unanswered for potential sequel fodder, stuff like that. But going forward, a lot of the side characters, a lot of the background gags worked and the music. I could talk for a whole episode about the music purely for every little reference that is in the music. There's visual references. There are visual Easter eggs. There are audio Easter eggs. There's audio borrowed from the games. There's music borrowed from the games that isn't changed. And it leads to so many amazing moments that really had me smiling from ear to ear. And then there's some writing Easter eggs as well. To show that just a lot of love and care was put into this movie in a good way. I know that a lot of people might be like, oh, this is nothing but references. But it feels like there are so many references that the references almost combine into their own like narrative. Almost like the way that DuckTales reboot does Disney Afternoon references to the point where Darkwing Duck got a full episode or Gummy Berry Juice was a relic and they mentioned how they got it or how Tailspin led to an episode or the Rescue Rangers for DuckTales reboot. And I would say that it's also a lot like Sonic Movie 2 where there is still a narrative. It still gets pushed along. There's still these moments that aren't references. There are these sweet moments and... It reminds me of a lot of why we like Sonic Movie 2. It's even coming out in the same time frame that Sonic Movie 2 came out in last year, which is that spring window, that April window. And I think it's hilarious that um, Mario took a page out of Sonic's book a little bit. Now, I'm not going to compare the two because one is animated and one is live action, and I think both are worth your time. I love living in a world where Mario and Sonic both have good movies. And I will say from the get-go, even from the Illumination logo, there are references. So this is a movie that I actually want to go and see again. I had fun. It didn't run too long. I had a good time. I was engaged the whole time. Not every piece of this movie was perfect. This movie has some slip-ups in my book. Like, aside from what I mentioned earlier, there are a couple slip-ups, but that being said, the action is good, the animation's good, the writing is mostly good, there's some good humor, there's some good moments, had a ton of fun. The Super Mario Brothers movie did not disappoint, and I'm so glad that I finally got to see it. I didn't get to see it on opening day or the day after, but I did get to see it opening weekend. And get this review out for everyone. So I'm really happy. I had my popcorn. I had my slushy. Had my icy. And I was one happy camper with the Mario movie. And then there was a trailer for Across the Spider-Verse. And I realized what my most anticipated movie of the year was. And how I am so ready for that. And I will probably talk about that on this podcast. As well as the first movie sooner than later. Because I'm thinking about integrating movies into this podcast a little bit more often movies and the occasional tv show aside from games and maybe even some more game related movies like uh can't help but talk about street fighter 2 or street fighter the movie with john claude van damme that is a whole experience in and of itself but i'll get back to that another time 
Overall, Mario is mostly great. Very great for Mario fans. Lots of great Easter eggs. Lots of great moments. Great animation. A couple of slip-ups, but I lean more on the audience score than the critic score. Thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourself. Take care of your mental health. I am Homecoming Hero, and I will be back very soon with more Late Night Sprites content. Thank you for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye.